0: Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere.
1: I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. On a field, lovers in a dance, love is everywhere.
0: Mm, love is everywhere. And now, today's installment
1: of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories. Here on Soul Chaser, the podcast, stories with a purpose by Lauren Paul Decker, about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. I'm still pushing Lauren's new book, Rufus. Here's a little tease from chapter 5, the chapter's called Along the Way. The troop that followed Jesus was not happy. They had heard the crowds calling for Jesus to make a move and to oust the Romans from their land. They had a public backing to make such a power play. Ever since the Miracle Meal on the hills of Galilee, they imagined themselves as rulers and governors under the new regime. After three years on the road, they were ready for a change. Nights in the forested foothills of lofty Mount Hermon or rocking in the waves of the open sea of Galilee were commonplace for these men. Scorching heat and bitter cold, were both endured. It seemed with a purpose. But now, just when the time seemed right for Jesus to make his move for power and to unseat the Romans, the rabbi went underground instead. When do we go to Jerusalem to claim the throne? The disciple by the name of Judas Iscariot asked the question that the others were thinking. I have told you, My kingdom is not of this world. Jesus did not break stride as he answered. That doesn't make any sense at all, Judas said to the others. We need to move now. Their voices quieted as a farmer walked by in the opposite direction. He had a lone cow with him. Likely a stray that got away from the herd, said Matthew, one of the disciples, he probably wonders what we are up to. There was no more conversation as they moved down the Damascus Road, tired, confused, and unsure of where Jesus was heading. I know you'll like the book. But today, Lauren has a story about Jesus and water balloons. It's called Sink or Float. The question came from the back seat of our Ford. Before that, it was inside Rory's five-year-old mind. Rory is our youngest, and he always has a plan. I have no idea what sort of plan he was concocting at the moment, but the question offered a clue. Mom, do water balloons float? that's a great question, Rory. Maybe your dad knows the answer to that. Amanda looked at me, but I was not sure of the answer either. There was one way to get the answer to my son's question. Test it. So later, we filled the kitchen sink with water and dropped in a few water-filled balloons. And lo and behold, I'm going to pause right here and not tell you what happened. Too often we take someone's word on an issue without settling it or settling the truth firsthand. Some questions matter a lot, and if we're honest, we will often have to admit that what we heard was a truthful answer, but it lies untested in our souls. The truth is too important to remain there in that place of, well, I'm pretty sure Or, mm, someone told me. I had a friend for many years who was wheelchair-bound. So many times I prayed for his healing, but he remained unable to move. Sometimes I would hug him and say, Buddy, if I could bear this burden for you, I would do it. When he passed away, I knew he was out of his suffering. He no longer carried the burden. Within months I was... Diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and now, a decade later, I struggle with my own body and its immobility. I have lost my independence. But someone was now testing me to see if I spoke the truth all the times that I told my friend that I would carry the suffering as well as he did. Does the water balloon float? Our words carry weight. I can think back over the years and recall the many promises I made to God. He, in turn, has tested me to see if my words burned up or if they were purified like gold. Are we moved to action when we see starving children on our television screens? Or is it just another topic of conversation around the dinner table? Does the water balloon sink? Jesus suffered for us. He didn't just talk about it. He went through with it. He pleaded to get out, but his father said, No, we agreed to this, and now you must prove it was the truth. So Jesus hung on that cross, and we offer words such as, Thank you very much for taking my place. And in turn, he says, If your thanks are genuine, then you will take my place in this world and carry a cross of your own. The test for truth is on our shoulders. Love is
0: everywhere. Love is everywhere. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com, or find it at amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.